Spider pants. Spider pants. Keeps all the bugs away. Ha! Now, let me ask you something. Do you ever find yourself in a situation where you might host a, I don't know, dinner party, but you've got a bit of a pest problem, and you don't want to use those insecticides and stink up the home or intoxicate your folks. So, what do you do? Well, we've got the solution for you. Spider pants. Spider pants, spider windows, spider hat. We got it all for you and your family. You don't need to worry no more about the 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 screen in Porsche. It don't work. You still get those mosquito bites. Wow. You still get them. And it's not fair to you or your guests. So we got for your you for your family in your summer home, we got take take that out, get you some spiders. Let them crawl all up on your house and let them let them get the bugs for you. Spider pants for your legs. There's nothing unsexier about having mosquito bites on your legs. So this is for your pants. And now if you're large, <laughs> now if you're large and in charge, we got you some big tarantulas that will fit your body form. Tarantula pants, just spider pants. <laughs> now, and I know you kids out there love them bucket hats. Now I, I, I got those bucket hats for you. Spider hat, spider pants, spider window for you and your family today. Not nineteen ninety nine only for the spider pants. Please contact us. Spider pants for all sizes, for everyone in your family. Spiders not included. <laughs> <laughs> Hey y'all, and welcome to Culture Cult, where we are one podcast with 197 countries to explore stories and history from. I'm your host, Marie, and this week we are doing travel stories. So that's when you send in your best travel stories to be read aloud, and we hear from guests on their favorite travel stories also. So send in your favorite travel stories to our email, culturecultshow at gmail.com. And remember to comment, rate, and subscribe to the show. Cheers and enjoy. We're going to tell y'all some strap. Some travel, straddling travel stories. Straddle stories. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you've opened your legs in another country, it's a whole new category. Straddle stories. It's a whole new category. So specifically, the poop episode. Mm -hmm. We asked you to tell your best or worst travel stories, and y'all wrote them in. And I'm super, honestly, guys, I'm really excited y'all wrote them in. I'm actually really happy. Thank you. We thank you. So I will read this first one. This is from Alyssa, and it reads. One time I was in Barcelona and our tour guide said, meet me back in an hour and we'll go to the Flamenco show. So we were going to go eat. So we went to this restaurant. I don't speak Spanish and I just saw a drink menu and I just showed the server the one that I wanted. It was the cheapest one. So I had more of them and it ended up being a pitcher of sangria. Yes. So I had an hour to drink that. And so I'm like, (laughs) challenge accepted. We met back up on time. And as our tour guide was explaining directions, I threw up on the ground right there. (laughs) So, and now here's another one. It's the same trip, but a different story. So my cousin Maggie was with me on this trip. That same night as the Flamenco show, we went to this bar and our tour guide ended up getting us all free shots. And I wasn't going to take any because I already had enough alcohol. So I kept giving them to Maggie, which was a bad thing, but I wasn't thinking. Anyways, she gets so drunk. We got back to the hostel we were staying in and the whole car ride home. She's screaming about how much she loves our tour guide named Guillermo. And she's like, I'm so embarrassed and just screamed it multiple times where our cab driver was like, what is going on? We get back to the hostel. We're going up the stairs and I just see her tilt 
backwards. <laughs> I had to turn around, grab her arm as fast as I could before we both fell. And I got her up to our room somehow. But we were in a room with four other women, and she wakes up everybody at 4 a.m. yelling, where's my glasses? (laughs) That's just sad. That is so sad. Or is it annoying? No. I think that would be sad. Okay. That's not the worst thing that happened if you took too many shots and you're in love with your tour guide. Yeah. I don't think that's embarrassing. It's not a disaster story. That's a success story. A travel win. Yes. Very good. What's your next? This next one is from Rihanna. It says, so I went one time to Gatlinburg and we're going skiing. Wait, people don't know what that is. Gatlinburg is in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Dolly Parton Museum or something. It's it's near Dollywood, I think. And Tennessee is in America. Tennessee is in America. It is above Alabama and below Kentucky. And whatever you're imagining, that's that's what it is. Correct. So I went one time to Gatlinburg and we're going skiing, but it's in Gatlinburg. So the snow there is like ice. (laughs) My brother, who was just as crazy as I am, was like, you don't have to go on the bunny slope first. Go to the blue square. That's the medium slope. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. I get up there and I get on the ski lift. I get off the ski lift. Barely. Fell immediately. (laughs) I was trying to work the skis like water skis, but it's the opposite. So it confused the shit out of me. But I get off the ski lift, stand back up, and I put my skis back on. I was like, okay, I can do this. So the slope goes straight down, then turns to the right, and then it immediately turns back to the left. Oh, my God. If you keep going right, you go down the big, steep slope, and that's where people go off jumps and stuff like that. So I go to turn to the left, but I can't fucking turn because I think it's like water skis, and it's not. It's opposite. So I'm turning the wrong way. So I just laid down and rolled. Skis went flying. (laughs) Sticks went flying. So I'm sitting there trying to catch my breath after getting ice burn, and this girl comes flying down through there. She has no idea how to stop. She goes around and hits the curve, and she actually makes the curve. Oh, She's screaming the whole time, by the way. So it's like... (laughs) so she makes the curve but then she has to make the next turn in the opposite direction towards the bunny slope (laughs) between which there is a giant rock wall (gasps) oh she doesn't turn and she can't slow down because she doesn't know how to stop she smacks that wall so hard i saw blood splatter upwards oh my god it was mortifying it was like a true crime podcast come to life but there was no crime she just hit the wall and i didn't know what to do there was no way i could get down to her oh no but then i saw the paramedic people take off towards her she got loaded onto a gurney take it off the ski lift and there was blood everywhere oh my god it was wild that is indeed a disaster story that's a disaster story yeah that's bad like losing your glasses or or like breaking your face on a rock wall oh my god and like it kind of all happened because her brother told her yeah. that she could go I on mean that. we're just surmising that her brother told her that but those are the that's the chain of events correct she was like i'm just going to like chill and he's like go on the biggest fucking mountain well no that's what rihanna's brother uh, told her this is what happened to the bike well the point being rihanna can't ski yeah so she that could have be been her <gasps> oof that's why that's I traumatized i feel so horrible for that girl it must be terrifying why would they Make the easy bunny slope next to all the harder ones and where you have to go left, right, left, right, left, right. Oh, my God. Just keep it a straight shot till you're already on the scary path or the easy path. None of this sounds fun to me. Like, did we know someone who fell off a ski lift? Yeah. Carrie Colwell. Yep. If you're listening, Carrie, sorry about your neck. Sorry about your neck. 
that yeah. was rough. She yeah. wore a neck brace for like a year. Dude. No, I don't know. I'm not that adventurous. I'm adventurous in a lot of ways, but I'm not going to do that. And that no. poor girl, like, that's so horrifying that she saw that mm. and, and experienced that. And she, Ooh. Oh. Like, you can't get that shit mm, out of your no, head. No, that is scarred into and her the fact brain. that you can't even go help her you're like i clearly can't even get up yeah like i can't even stand up around i can't even what help am i gonna be i can't even get up oh my uh, god no gross i just rather drink at the lodge and watch people ski and want people to think i ski i um, like that i do that that is a disaster story mm. and not really for you that's just oh, that is horrifying actually i mean that's traumatizing to also, see that like, as Gatlinburg, a kid not the place to ski yeah place to rent a cabin Yo. oh wait honestly wait these stories just come to me okay gatlinburg if you're if you're my atlanta people you know this fucking story ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um my, my friend's 21st birthday she rented a cabin and you just know how cabins go like it's gonna be a shit show and there's like literally 20 of us and I should, you know, like I did not sleep for three days. I did not sleep for three days. I was having such a good time. Yeah. Everyone was like tripping on acid and we were all playing Twister and we made like a slide out of the stairs with a mattress. Oh and my there God. Was this German shepherd, a random German shepherd that showed up at our house and stayed Aww. with us the whole weekend and got drunk with us. Um, that's no, he didn't get drunk. Okay, good. I was like, wait, what am I talking about? <laughs> he just hung out with us. I was like, I'm literally about we to didn't know whose you. dog this was. So citizens arrest. We were having an amazing, like one of the best weekends ever. And I was like, I, I'm not, I need a nap. I just, I just really need a nap. Preface this, there was a boy I liked here at this party. We liked each other a few years ago. Ooh. And then we saw each other again at this party. But oh, not going to oh. lie, y'all, he was different. Like he used to be really cool. And then this time around, he was very like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah, I'm just so cool. Too big for his britches. It wasn't cute. So I take one fucking nap. Out of three days of not sleeping, it's probably 45 minute nap. And I wake up and everyone is being weird. Like no one's talking. Everyone's in separate rooms from each other. And that's God. very different from like how the whole weekend's been. So I was like, right. hey, what's going on? And they're like, uh, well, everyone just had an orgy upstairs. What? And you slept through it. I slept through it. Oh, how pissed were you? I missed it. So literally I everybody but it. you. So I was not happy about that. But anyways, um, so everyone's just being so weird. But then there's this other girl. I can't remember her name. Let's call her Stacy. Stacy is being alienated, particularly. Oh no! And she is now taking a man room by room around the house. This girl is continuing the party oh, solo no. with every man in the house. She didn't get the memo. So, and it's just getting weirder. And then everyone was talking about her. And I was like, I mean, she's doing a little too much. But like, we don't need to blast her. Except she did have a boyfriend. <gasps> gross. So, That's so She gross. slept probably with 15 people in 15 minutes. And her boyfriend wasn't there? No. That's fucked up. No. Chaitin. Chaitin. Never would, could, should. Never. Eh. And yeah. So honestly, the rest of the party was just weird. And like, we all went home. And I, I wasn't a part of it. I took a nap. But do you regret it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I do. I would like to have joined. I think that's interesting. I, I hate the FOMO. Yeah, no. why couldn't they have done it in the bed that you were napping in? <laughs> Can you imagine I wake up to that? How inconsiderate. You would have just hopped right into place. I'm like, here we go. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> just <so laughs> vertically rise from the bed. <laughs> 
I was born for this. <laughs> I am risen. It was Penetrate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I think that's just what it what it comes down to. Like cabins, any party will get weird after day three. If it's isolated. Oh my God, yeah. Absolutely. After day three, something weird will happen. I've been to too many parties. That one that was extreme, but it will happen. We did have the German Shepherd the whole weekend. That is cool. And then he just left and we were like, bye. Aww. He's like a forest animal. He knew that y'all were there. He said, they're here to party. This is my crew. Yeah. <laughs> How cute. I know. Aroo. Aroo. We love him. But okay, so to end, we're actually going to end on not really a disaster story. It's actually a kind of like a slice of life. life. A slice of wife? Okay, so this is coming from Marissa Demore. It's called My Final Hours in Iceland. So in October 2021, I signed up for a group trip to Iceland and hosted by a travel YouTubers that fall in love with their... Oh, she and fall in love with their style. Oh, okay, cool. cool okay, cool. cool. I thought they... Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. The year was leading up to that trip filled with anticipation, researching, mm. buying cold weather clothes, and daydreaming. Oh, no. Ex- I can expectation. Say, yep. Ding, ding, ding. No, expectation. Wah, wah, wah. Don't do that. Don't daydream about your... Don't like, a research... Week. No. Get off YouTube. Get off. (laughs) Get off a jack off. Get off that shit. (laughs) So finally on September 16th, 2022, it was time for me to fly to Iceland and spend the week road tripping around the southern half of the Ring Road. Throughout Mm. the week, we spent a lot of time together sharing stories, passions, laughs. We explored caves, got sprayed with majestic waterfalls, struggled to walk as we fought against the strong winds. Actually, that's what Iceland is, is known for. Is the there winds? winds? Oh. So you're not allowed to camp. So when my friend Jesse went to Iceland, they were going to camp and they noticed no one was camping. And she has like this really, really, really scary story about them driving on the side of the cliff and they thought they were going to fucking flip over. Oh my God. Like, That's terrifying. Actually, uh-uh. I, I think Iceland is known. They have a, a spirit. This it has a name. The yeah. wind has a name. Interesting. Um, They're really known for their winds. So there's like no camping. You should do a travel story on that. Yeah, I want Jesse to come on. I'm trying to yeah. get her to come on. So as I approached the breakfast line, I grabbed my usual bread, selection of meat and fruit. I sat down with my friends who were headed to the airport in 20 minutes. We spent our time talking and reminiscing about the week we had. Before I knew it, it was time to go. I said goodbye to everyone and went back to the hotel room and waited till I went to the airport. And I walked to the elevator to go to the sixth floor in my hotel room. My eyes became wet. And before I knew it was happening, water was running down my face. I didn't know I was crying. After all, I didn't know, even know my tour group for only seven days. Why was I this mm. sad? Oh, I can vouch for that. That's so true. Like Did you when feel you, that way? Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, 30 of us in a tour group. And we were together for 10 days. And yeah, we all became a family. Like even after day one. It's like when you go to camp. Mm-hmm. for like a week out of the summer and that's just your family and it, you do cry yeah. when you have to leave them because you're never all going to be in the same place again and yeah. it's really sad it was it's just like a, a very specific moment in time like yeah. you seven people did the exact same thing together and it was all completely new experiences yeah exactly you know it's the travel bond it yeah not no. the trauma bond the travel bond i loved my group at one point we were traveling from paris to barcelona and so we were in the airport right and there's 30 of us and we get to the airport and we're like, oh, shit, we're going to miss our fucking flight. Like, I don't know how it happened. Like, we had a tour guide and everything. And so he's like, well, all of a sudden, there's 30 of us. He finally gets us all together with our luggage and we're trying to get to the gate. And that's when he realizes all of a sudden we see him take off. Oh, he takes he off. He takes off. He's like, come on, come on. And so we're all like, what? 
What's going on? And so imagine being in an airport, seeing 30 people with their <laughs> luggage, like hauling ass all the way across this airport <gasps> to make it. And the thing is, we missed it. We, no, listen, we missed it. They would not let us on. But tour guide, our special mm. tour guide, our sexy thing, he convinces them to let us on this plane. And there were wow. other people not in our tour group who missed the flight too. And they were fucked. Wow. Except our tour guide was like, oh my God, I don't, we don't know what he said to them to convince them to let us on what kind of favors he promised but we got on that plane instead of those other folks oh they did yeah. everyone got yeah. on yeah i mean we were late late it was crazy and they were not gonna let us and he he worked his magic he's like moses like he led his people he did he led 40 people on a plane honestly i mean also think about the pressure of that like 40 people are just staring at you i'd be like just get on fuck it I mean, yeah, we were all like out of breath. Like, what, what, <laughs> what do we do? We are in a foreign country already. Oh, my. Where was this? Uh, this was at the airport in Paris. Oh. France somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Surprise. I know. We lost my um, grandmother in the Paris airport, my city, Aww. who just passed yesterday or the other yeah. day. And we lost her in the Paris airport. And she, <laughs> she is four feet tall. Oh, no. So, so we're trying to find to a four foot tall city. Like in the Paris airport. It was, Poor City. I think she was chilling. Probably. She was she like, was I fine. know where I'm going. Yeah, she was fine. <laughs> yeah, Aww. but we were on a tour. So, like, we, the whole tour had to, like, go find City. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this woman? <laughs> so cute. Don't lose your City in the airport. That's the moral of tonight's story. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So she was feeling emotional so she turned in her room keys and headed down to the main street i walked aimlessly with a quick stop at icewear iceland's very touristy clothing store uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. and she went to reykjavik and this church called halgrim skr yeah halgrim and the church was open and as i was about to leave a school group arrived the group of students looked to be about 14 to 18 years old Oh, the worst. No. 14 year olds are the worst. They will. Mm -mm. They will attack they, you. They will insult you and rip you to shreds and wish you were never born. D literally teenagers, uh, specifically the ones in Scotland. I've already mentioned they're horrible and mm. they, they, they smash my pumpkin bullies. So I'd be terrified if I was her. If I saw a, a group, oh my of, God. a gang, a gang of 14 to 18 mm -mm. insecure little children. No. So they stood in this courtyard paired up in a line that formed a circle holding hands. Oh, oh, wait, <laughs> This took a turn. Wait, just kidding. Uh, an accordion player stood at the end of the courtyard. The people exiting the church formed the audience to watch what was about to unfold. The group of students started to perform what seemed to me as later to be confirmed by my tour guide, the traditional Icelandic dances and songs. Oh, okay. We take back everything we just said. Does <gasps> not does not apply to Iceland. <laughs> what? We retract our statement. <laughs> I was completely in awe by their singing and dancing. I couldn't believe I stumbled upon this performance. And got immersed in their culture. I had heard so much about. I stayed to watch until they were done. Um, so Iceland kids are good. Good job, They literally Iceland. just broke into song and dance. That, do you think they planned it? It's kind of gross. Or the choir director at the school is like, all right, fellas, guess what we're going to do this year, <laughs> gang? We're going to rehearse this little number right here. And just in case we come across a little tourist, we're going to give them the show of their life. Ready. And a one. Five. And a two. And a What's that stupid ass show with the singing? Glee. Glee. Yeah, that's what So Iceland are. kids are just from Glee. It's just Glee. 
Iceland is five, bleak. six, seven, eight. <laughs> and yeah. it's a small world Iceland. after all. Iceland, yeah. Welcome to Iceland. our country. Iceland, Iceland, yeah. We <laughs> Iceland. Welcome here to Iceland. Iceland, uh-huh. Iceland is uh, a uh, very uh, small uh, country. Uh, we uh, have uh, lots uh, of uh, very uh, interesting uh, shark meat. <laughs> 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 that's what she experienced yeah she's like ah oh, that's a killer song <laughs> let me hit that let me hit that shock me Iceland get it shock me hot Atlanta we just ruined that Mr. memory Mr. 305 <laughs> that memory's been tainted okay taint um, taint okay um oh on the way back home to the main road, I started to feel my stomach rumbling and stopped at a bakery. About sir. to shit her pants. Here we go. Like, I've been waiting for the disaster. Let's hear it. I know. Oh, this is actually a beautiful story. She was she was actually just hungry. So she went to the bakery. The bakery was small and there's a queue of people starting to creep out the door. I couldn't resist hopping in line and indulging my senses in chocolatey and cream smells. In the front of me, there were two people, a male and a female in their 20s, laughing with each other. They turned to me and asked a question and we started talking, which made time go quickly. Suddenly, it was my turn to order. I ordered a chocolate croissant. Croissant? Am I saying right? A croissant. A croissant de chocolat. Croissant de chocolat? Yeah. I was about to leave when the two people who I was talking to in line invited me to hang out with them. I was like, I would love that and told them I would only have a couple of hours and was leaving for the airport. They told me they just arrived in Iceland and were visiting a friend in Reykjavik. We talked for two hours. It yeah, happens. That's, that's a normal day for Marie. I learned the female was born in Belgium and the male was born in India. Hot couple. It was, one was going to university in Belgium and that's where they met. They Aww. walked to the church. We ate our pastries. We talked about the difference of our culture. She followed them? Well, they, they all decided to talk and walk. Oh, cute. We got coffee at the Reykjavik Roaster, a local coffee shop with the amazing espresso. Ah, ooh, ooh. We, it was really cool to hear their stories and get to know about the university town. We're caught up in conversation, and I looked at my watch and realized what time it was. Two hours flew by, and I was starting to build a connection with people I had felt like I knew my entire life. I said goodbye to my new friends and walked to the hotel to get my bags out of the luggage room and waited for a bus. The rest of my day was spent on a bus, the airport, the plane, and a taxi back to my parents' house, telling them about the amazing week I had. The best parts of travel are situations you least expect to happen. And both those unexpected events are moments that will live in my memory for years to come. I wish we had a coffee place called The Rooster. No, bitch. It's called The Reykjavik Roaster. Oh, roaster? <laughs> that's what you got from her story. That's that's why I, I crowed like a rooster. <laughs> oh, I just I, I didn't even hear that. <laughs> you did a cock-a-loo-doo? That's what it's called. Yeah, I didn't crow. I cock-a-doodle dude. Yeah. I didn't even hear you. I, I was so excited that there was a place called The Rooster. That's why they call it The Rooster, because it's <laughs> coffee beans. I get it now. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, no, but back to Marissa's story. I definitely think... That's the whole thing about the expectation. Like, she probably researched all this stuff, and all those amazing big things did happen. But, yeah. like, all the little moments are really the fun ones. I want to yeah. walk around with... A uh, multicultural couple. Yeah, exactly. After getting coffee. I want to run into the Glee group of Iceland. Yeah. And I did want to shout her out. Because this is a big thing. I'm serious. So if y'all want to ever send me in a story, either to my email, which is culturecultshow at gmail.com or on my Instagram at culturecultshow. Feel free to always shout out your business, your dog, your mom. Your cat. Your music. We just want your cat. Just your cat, honestly. It's fine, too. Um, 
I want to promote y'all. I want to shout y'all out. So she has a business. Her business is virtually Risa D. She is an Instagram led generation specialist helping photographers, specifically photographers, save time and grow on Instagram. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I feel like, uh, that's a problem I always have. Like as an artist is I don't fucking care and I don't know about social media Yeah, and you need to hire someone separate for that. That's its own little monster. It really is. And since your business is completely visual, you literally need someone to be good at that. Yeah. Like that's it's such a, it's such a niche skill to have. Yeah. I definitely don't have that skill. Um, hire Marissa. She's a professional. Email her at virtually R I S S A D at gmail.com. Her stuff will be in the show notes. So if you're a photographer out there and you suck at social media and you ain't getting clients and shit, Not never. Not never, never. Are you getting clients? No, that is at virtual Rissa D. Rissa D at gmail.com. You will appreciate her because she going to bring you clients and money and then you're going to appreciate me and Danny. Period. Um, Yeah, so next episode, I want you to tell us your most embarrassing story. Mm. You can send it anonymously. Use a different name. Use the bitch's name that you hate. Damn, yeah. And we will read that embarrassing story. Yeah. Please, please, please. And And if you do this for us, we will tell y'all our most embarrassing story. I have a lot. I know. But also, maybe that time you took a risk and traveled and it really worked out. I really need y'all to hype me up for this travel. I just want the embarrassing stories. Okay, you get it. But I want an emotional thing. So (laughs) I'm leaving for my trip to Europa. Europa, June 9th. And it's a big deal. And... I will not have my best friend Danny. It's the end of an era. No. We've been friends it's for like a pause in years. an era. It's a pause in an era. But uh, you're going to be on all the time on the podcast. And if you don't like it, then you can kiss our ass. Kiss me arse. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Captain D's. Captain <laughs> Captain Days, come for your crazy Cajun craven catfish. I. <laughs> <laughs> the craven Cajun catfish. Here for ya. Captain Days. <laughs>